This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Mark Willard, and this is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile, an official San Francisco Giants podcast. In season one, we looked back at some of the most iconic moments in franchise history. Now, it's time to focus on the present and future. We'll cover memorable wins and the off-field moments, interests, and personalities of the 2021 Giants team and staff. Join us for season two of Inside Giant Moments, now. When we hear about the San Francisco Giants family, that extends well beyond the clubhouse. It includes the families of the players, who are obviously a big part of the Giants' story. We spoke with a few of the standout dads on the Giants roster, starting with the guy who, along with his wife, navigates life with four kids at home. That, of course, is Brandon Crawford. These fans have gotten to know, at least feel like they've gotten to know, uh, not just you, uh, but, uh, but, but your wife, your kids. Um, you know, they're around the ballpark a lot. Uh, so I, I wonder a little bit about your your family story and just your parenting perspective. Let me let me ask this first and foremost: What's harder, uh, hitting a ninety eight mile an hour fastball or raising four kids? <laughs> raising four kids for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's at least with a ninety eight mile an hour, mile an hour fastball, you kind of know what to expect. Um, raising four kids, I mean, especially with how different all four of them are, you never really know um, what's going to get thrown at you. So um, they, they definitely keep you on your toes. And, you know, fortunately I have um, a great wife to, to be able to, to help out with that or else I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Right. I, that's interesting that, that, that you say they're all so different. And I, I think a lot of us have that experience in, in parenting, but they're all growing up mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the same house uh, yet. Very different personalities, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, our our oldest is is great in so many ways, but she's she's like she's the one that will test the most and try to push buttons the most, which is tough for an older one because you want you want the older one to tell the rest of them, you know, how to act, and <laughs> she's the one that's always pushing the limits, and so then the other three try to copy her, but. Um, but like I said, she's great in so many other ways, and she she helps out with the younger ones a lot, also. Um, How, and then we have you know yeah. a sensitive one. We have um, <laughs> one that you know just kind of lets everything um, slide off his shoulders, like nothing really bothers him. And then a uh, two year old that who just acts like a two year old right now. So. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. There's some common themes with all two year olds. I feel like right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, how do you balance it all? I mean, you're traveling a lot. Uh, you're living in a fishbowl. You're trying to be present, Dad. How, how, how do you how do you do it? Uh, I mean, I think I think my wife. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to um, to have this this kind of crazy 
new lifestyle, like with traveling and um, being away for basically six months of the year from our house um, and and raising four kids, there's no way I would be able to do it without her. Uh, you know, she's, I don't know how she does it really with, um, with me being gone for as, as long as I am and, um, and her just keeping them around me and, and traveling and, um, you know, trying to see me as, as much as, as much as they can, um, around school or around, um, you know, the sports that they're in or, um, you know, traveling from, from our home in Arizona up to the Bay area, um, as much as she does. I mean, it's, it's, um, pretty incredible how she's able to do that. And we haven't been, I don't think throughout my entire career with everything that's, that's gone on between, you know, the kids or last year with, you know, with travel restrictions and stuff like that, we still haven't ever gone. I don't think more than three weeks without seeing each other. So, I mean, that's, it's pretty incredible that she's been able to do that. And, um, you know, pack the kids up in the car um, and come see me or, or hop on a plane, which is, uh, I've done it with her with four kids and that's, that's crazy. So I don't know how she does it by herself sometimes. Um, so, so it's, it's definitely because of her. Uh, iPads, man, right? iPad. That's how you get through the plane flight. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is definitely one way. Unfortunately, sometimes even they don't work. But right. <laughs> Nothing's a hundred percent. I mean, speaking no of that, though, how I know, many movies, no matter how many <laughs> movies we download on those things, they always want the internet to be able to watch their own videos or whatever they want. It's like, come on guys, <laughs> just watch what we got you. But, but no, they're definitely a lifesaver. I, it, now, you know, we mentioned that, I mean, they've always come to the games uh, last year. Couldn't do that. How, how did it feel to not have them there last year? Um, I mean, I think it was tough at first to not have, not have anybody there. It it was just so weird. And I think after a while, you just got used to the whole thing. Um, you know, whether it was the the families not being able to go or, or nobody being able to go, um, in general, um, you just kind of started getting used to it. Um, but I think that's, that's almost what made it so much better. Um, it was my, my first game back just last week, um, the whole family was able to come out and um, and watch a game for the first time in over in, in about a year because um, they came to a game last spring. Um, and I think it just made it even more special uh, to have them there because um, I think he, we kind of took stuff like that for granted probably before, uh, before last year and then um, just makes it more special that they're able to come now. Uh, I, I'm sure you're so much more dad than a than a baseball player to them, but I wonder where baseball fits into your relationship with them. Like, where what is baseball's role in in your relationship with the kids? Uh, I think it's a little bit different um, for all of them. I think um, my oldest isn't really a huge fan of baseball because it takes me away, um, yeah, a little too often. Um, then um my my seven year old um she i think she she likes and appreciates that I play but at the same time doesn't really um doesn't really love how often it takes me away. She also has very high expectations of me for a while she was telling she was telling me 
<laughs> she was telling me every night to get two hits. I'm like, <laughs> like Jaden, like that's easier said than done. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> that's Hall of Fame stuff, right there. Let's try for one first. <laughs> let's try for one first, or maybe uh, get on base a couple of times. But um, so it's funny. Like, she, so she definitely appreciates the fact that I'm that I'm going out there and playing, and she watches um, on TV when she's not at the park. So. Um, that part's cool, but that, at the same time, she doesn't love how much time it takes away. Um, and then uh, Braxton, my five-year-old, my first, my my oldest boy is baseball. is He's similar to me. He's he's baseball twenty four seven. Loves baseball. Um, wants to go to every game. Like he he loves it. So um, I think I think I'm still his favorite player. It's it's between him and there. It's between me and Yaz. Yeah. So, I heard. <laughs> I yeah. heard he's into Yaz. I think and I'm still did, his favorite, but did, it's close. Did Yaz, did Yaz end up coming to one of his games or something like that? Uh, yeah, uh, about yeah, a week and a half ago or so. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I had mentioned that, that uh, Braxton had a game and, um, you know, kind of jokingly said, like, yeah, so if you want to come, like, come on. You guys can come out and watch him, and he, he was like, "Yeah, we have nothing else going on." So him, <laughs> him and uh, Paige, his wife, came out to the game. Um, and uh, awesome. did 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 Braxton get a hit for him? Yeah. So well, he's he's playing. Uh, it's like a coach pitch, um, a coach pitch league. Yep. Where the uh, the last hitter of every inning is the home run hitter. So he actually <laughs> went four for four with four homers that day. That day. Yeah, but of course he did. For Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. What, you know, I wonder, you know, we asked what role baseball plays in the family. What role does fatherhood play in the Giants clubhouse? Like, in what way does that sort of uh, unite you guys, the, the, the other fathers in the clubhouse? Um, I think it's a it's a big topic of conversation a lot of times with um, with a lot of the guys that are in our clubhouse because we do have a lot of dads in there. Um, so I mean, just you know, when you're when you're around each other enough, you know, certain conversations and stuff like that come up. Where and a lot of times it's it's about um, about the kids or, or family and and stuff like that. So. Um, I think it's definitely one big thing that, that bonds us and, um, you know, that we all appreciate talking about. Um, how do they handle, you mentioned that sometimes oh, not they don't love baseball because it takes you away. Uh, wh- what about even when you're there, but you can't step out of the fact that you're a, you're a San Francisco giant and, and a celebrity, and I'm sure that, that that means certain things on your time and people stopping you in public. Like how, how do they handle all of that? Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're fine with it. Um, sometimes they'll ask kind of funny questions or something afterwards. Like um, I'm trying to, I, I forget if it was Braxton or Jaden, but uh, um, a lot of times they'll be like, why does, why does everyone know your name? Or why does everyone like, why are you so popular? <laughs> something like that. Why does everybody know you? I'm like, no, not everybody knows me. Um, but you know, in the in the Bay Area, I mean, it it does kind of happen a lot when we're out, you know, 
before last year anyway, when we would go out to dinner um, sure. somewhere in the Bay Area. And, um, you know, it, it would happen pretty often where, you know, somebody says hi or a big fan or, you know, something like that um, on the street or, or sometimes at dinner, which isn't as appropriate, but, but <laughs> I mean, it sometimes happens. Um, and, and they would ask like, why does everyone know you or <laughs> something like that? Um, but, but other than that, I mean, they don't, they don't care. I don't think they think twice about it after that. Uh, all of their names are are kind of a combo uh, of of your name and your wife's name. Is that right? How, what, what's the process okay. that, that you guys use here? Just the girls. Um, okay. Now Braxton and, and Bryson, I guess they both start with BR, but other than that, um, they aren't really a combo of, of me and my wife. Um, but the the girls are, um, and we had thought about it um, before ever even having kids or being close to having kids. Um, and I, I, I forget which one of us it was, but we had talked about it where we were just like putting our names together. And I'm like, like those are a, a lot of people can't even put a real name together. If you're mixing, you know, your <laughs> you and your, your spouse's name is something ridiculous. Um, but but we were kind of just mixing up our name and Brandon and Jalen. So we take the the first half of mine and the second half of hers, and, and we got Braylon. And we were both like, wow, I actually really like that name. Um, and then Jaden, we actually had, had planned on using Jaden as a boy, but um, but we thought it worked for, for a girl also. We just girled it up a little bit by putting a Y, I guess, instead of an O. Um, at the end of it, um, and uh, and got Jaden. You may remember last season, Alex Dickerson went on short leave from the team for the birth of his first child. He returned a few days later and hit a home run to celebrate the occasion. Here's my conversation with the man they call Grandpa, but he's actually just getting used to life as a dad. Uh, family is right where I want to start. How's Levi? Uh, let's hear about it. <laughs> Well, he just had his first plane flight. Um, the pictures I got, he looked way too excited for it. I don't think he realizes how much he's going to dread these things later on in life. But, uh, yeah, he's he's doing great. Um, he's, he's really developing at a quick rate. And, uh, like, the smile he has on his face every day, really, it really just gets me going. And it's it's been a really exciting time for me. That is the best, man. Seven months old, right? And I, I remember you said mm-hmm. in September you go home and you have no idea what you're doing. H- how about now? Do you feel any better on that? Uh, I feel a little bit better. It might not be as much me knowing anymore, but my wife definitely knowing a lot more. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely an adjustment for me. It's it it our first kid, and going home that first month was extremely tough it was like every bit rewarding and tiring as they say it's going to be but uh ever since then it has just been one amazing thing after another he's he's like i said he's developing so fast he's gotten to the point where if he wants something now he just kind of moans a little bit raises his hands you get you grab his hands he stands himself up he walks over to whatever toy he wants and then he sits down right there so he's pretty pretty easy maintenance for for our first one we're very lucky about to have that 
By the way, if it makes you feel any better, I I think there are many, many, many dads across the world who do feel like they know what they're doing at work, and then they get home, and that changes. (laughs) Spring training this year, I went from – you know, going and playing baseball and then going home and then having another, you know, three or four hours of, well, you, you, you don't want to ever say work, but at the same time, like, I got I to gotta be focused at home now. I can't just be sitting there lounging around. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, let's back up for a second. Having a baby through COVID-19, what, what was this like for you and your wife? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Especially with uh with all the uncertainty, I think doing it now, still being in a pandemic, it's it's certainly not easy. But knowing what we know now, I think uh would have been able to breathe a little bit easier. But yeah, just because we didn't really know what it COVID nineteen could do to pregnancy, so she was ultra quarantined. She got the worst of it, considering that you know I was there for a good chunk of time. But then once I had to go in season, it was like hey, uh, this is my job, I'm going to be away. And she wasn't able to, like, just go hang out with friends like normal. She was sitting in a room by herself. The only person she really got to see was her mom. So, yeah, it was definitely extremely difficult. And then, I mean, it's well documented that right at the end, with my false positive made it even worse. And then uh, finally got got to the finish line, though, and Levi came out. He came out great. So uh, all the all the pain and with everything was worth it. Uh, it. Being on the other side of this, you know, we couldn't be happier. Yeah, and here here you are, seven months later, and and I'll, I'll leave this kind of open ended, uh, and and you can tell me where your mind goes when when I ask it. But but what have you learned over the last seven months? <laughs> I learned that we're always learning, uh, whether <laughs> you're well an adult, said. whether you're a kid. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's learning. I'm learning. He's teaching me stuff. Uh, you, you know, you find a you find a side of yourself you didn't know even existed. So, uh, it's been one of the best experiences of my life, and extremely happy to be where we're at. Uh, a lot of dads in that locker room. How have uh, how have your teammates helped you through all this? <laughs> they give me some advice on things I might have to contribute. Uh, contribute to even in season when i'm tired and stuff like that and it was obviously like crawford and buster they they got a full handful i don't know how they do it you know i'm sitting here thinking about how to manage one i don't i have no clue how they do it but um balance in this life definitely isn't easy and so uh, it's kind of it's difficult that this last trip was the probably the longest that i've gone without seeing levi for for his his entire life so you you get the pictures, you see they grow up even a little bit more. You feel like you're missing some things, and that that's kind of the reality of it. it. It was similar for my childhood. My dad was in the military, and, you know, sometimes dad just has to work, and he's not going to be around for a little bit, and he's got to accept that. But luckily nowadays we have so many videos, so many ways to stay connected. We can get on and do FaceTime, and he can see my face every day, and he still reacts to it actually got a video the other day he saw me on tv and he reacted there was a close-up shot and he went crazy my wife said he, he thinks that you're friends with harry the bunny in the tv now <laughs> you're his you're his favorite cartoon that's amazing yeah <laughs> 
Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. By the way, you know, you mentioned uh, being a parent of one child and then looking at someone like Buster, someone like Brandon. Uh, how many times has it been said to you the last seven months, just wait, and I don't know if you're planning to have more, but if you do, how many? <laughs> I, I know what this is like because I have three myself, and it's like – I, I bet you've been told, wait till you have more, you'll look back on the time where you only had one, and you'll laugh that you thought you were busy and tired. <laughs> yeah. The common phrase I get from everybody in that scenario says, you, you just try to play man-to-man defense and do your best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no no doubt about it. I, I wonder this, uh, and you mentioned your, your dad with a military background, so that sort of creates the mm-hmm. picture that you grew up in a maybe a little bit of a strict household. You can speak more on that, mm-hmm. but I, I wonder how being a parent has changed your view on your parents. Um, I definitely feel a lot more respect. And yeah, I was military household. I had to move a few times. Uh, it was a lot stricter household and I'm appreciative of the, all the lessons I've learned from my parents. And I think, you know, you start putting yourself in their shoes. You're like, Oh, that's why we did that. That's why we did this. And, uh, in like, as, as the kid, you're always going to do things different and make adjustments. And I think that's just where, that's kind of how society works. You know, you, you, you hand things down to your kids and some things you pass along, some things you learn new ways to do it. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to take what I learned from my parents and pass it along to Levi. You know, that's kind of part of why we do this. <laughs> uh, I mean this one sincerely. You know, we all remember last September after Levi was born, you returned to the team and immediately just started raking. Like, I mean, starting that mm-hmm. night. Uh, is there any connection there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean – if you go through all the baseball, it seems to happen to about everybody. And I think kind of the feeling that it is, is just the relief that you have a healthy baby and, and in your family. And I think that kind of elevates guys to a new level. They didn't even know existed. I just remember being on the flight back and just felt like cloud nine, the weight was lifted off my shoulder. I didn't even really think I had that kind of stress built up, but the way I felt on the way back, even on no sleep, I felt so good that it was just one of those things where I was like, wow, that was that was something I must have been really worried about all year long. And then now that everything's all right, I just went out and played and had a bunch of great games as soon as I came back. Well, and I wonder if that's been lasting. You know, parenthood changes your perspective on so many things. And, and there's something now at home that's way more important than work. So how has that affected you as a ball player? Do you kind of approach things with a, with a different mindset now? Yeah, I mean, you start to realize what's really important. It's really what happens. It's what you got when you have it home. And, uh, I mean, it really doesn't change the way things go at the field. Like, as far as once you're at work, you're at work and, I think the only difference is you get a couple pictures throughout the day that kind of brighten your day and it really kind of grounds things for you and kind of helps you, you know, realize where you're at, how far you come and what you're doing this for. Um, Are your wife and son coming to games this year? Yeah. Yeah. They actually were able to go in San Diego. They weren't allowed to stay in my room. That's a new rule added. I don't know if that was because because of our thing last year or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, that that that'll hopefully be lifted as most 
both me and my wife are getting fully vaccinated very soon. Good. And then, uh, yeah, so then they're going to come to these games at home. There's actually no restrictions at home other than they have to get a test. And, yeah, they're going to come to these, and then hopefully somewhere down the line as we can lift some of the restrictions, they'll be coming to a lot more and staying uh, much more often. So, I mean, they're coming to games. You already told the story of him watching your games on TV at home. Um, he's only seven months old, but I'm sure you've daydreamed about this. How, how do you plan on further introducing the game to him? <laughs> well, uh, we've already been rolling a ball to him, and he's had just to roll it back. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to introduce it slow, just the same exact way I, I had it introduced to me. It's going to be, hey, this is for fun. You know, always play to win, but always remember to have fun and just take it as far as you can. You know, there was never – my, my parents never put pressure on me to go pro in this. You know, they they wanted you to go out, try to win, and just have fun competing. And I think that's all I'm going to try to give to him and let let him do what he wants with baseball. So when he rolls the ball back to you, does he do it with his right or his left? Right. I do oh, okay. hope that he ends up with the right hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you hoping for a right? Growing <laughs> up a lefty, it's a, it's a very oppressed society with the both of lefties, and especially in school, nothing, none of the desks are designed for you. Your elbows hanging off. You have lead all over your hand. It's just, I, I really hope that he's mostly right-handed. I will. I could teach him to hit left-handed. That's fine. That's easy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> funny. See, because most most dads, of course, have that ridiculous thought. That's like make them lefty. They could be a a bullpen guy till they're forty three years old. But you are a lefty, and you're so you're like, no thanks. No, no, no. <laughs> The world's made for righties. <laughs> um, I mentioned it earlier. I'll just go ahead and ask. I mean, are, do you guys plan on having more kids? Uh, yeah, definitely at some point. Um, I don't know when that is. I think uh, me and my sister are two years apart, and probably in that range. Uh, me and Jen still talk about how having a family member or siblings closer to your age is we think that's important so yeah definitely at some point we're gonna have try for at least one more and possibly two but like i said three i didn't grow up in a family with three she didn't either that's a little scary (laughs) take it from someone who has three it is it is it's terrifying Okay, quick pause to tell you about our sponsor, T-Mobile, one of our favorite partners because of how relevant they are to Giants fans. Because you're never far from McCovey Cove when you've got America's largest and fastest 5G network. In other words, T-Mobile is your ticket to the game, whether you're home or away. The Giants are big league. Why don't you come on up and join them? Switch to T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Fastest 5G by Open Signal Awards based on average speeds in USA 5G Experience Report January 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. Next up, the man who has two young kids who have already been on a worldwide adventure with their dad because of his baseball journey. That player is Darren Ruff. What is it like to go through the grind of becoming a major leaguer, then being a major leaguer, all the travel uh, for you more so than most, all while being a dad? Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, obviously, you know, and most most minor leaguers probably, um, 
I, I, I'm sure a lot of them low, low minors, um, you know, are, are just starting out with, you know, if, if they have a girlfriend or fiance, if they, you know, struggle with the idea of maybe starting a family. Um, but then once you get up to, you know, double, triple A majors, you, you run into people that, um, and you have to, you know, if you do have a family, um, you know, support, figure out a way to support them. And, it, and it's super, super tough in the minor leagues. Um, once you make it to the major leagues, obviously it's, it changes a little bit, but, you know, you still have to deal with, you know, being a, being away for weeks at a time and, um, you know, your significant other might, uh, you know, they have to be, you know, alone in a, in a place that's not home for them. Um, you know, luckily if you're in the major leagues, you're probably in a, a much bigger city where things are a little bit more convenient, but if you're in double a triple a, it's, you know, you might be in a little smaller town and, um, a little bit more difficult on, on you, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a grind and sacrifices, um, on, from everyone is required for sure. Uh, do I have this right? A five-year-old boy and a, and a one-year-old girl? Yes. Yeah, that is correct. Henry okay. is five and uh, Olive, Olive, who is one. Okay. So Henry and Olive, give, give us some personality traits for them. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> Henry is, is super happy. Wonderful, wonderful boy. Um, extremely energetic, <laughs> Loves to, I mean, if, if we could spend all, all day at a playground, um, I think that would be his ideal day. Uh, and then, and then Olive is, is super happy and starting to, you know, show more personality now. And she loves to talk, loves to, or try to talk, I guess, um, <laughs> loves to, uh, you know, she's, running around now trying to figure figure out the world and what she can and can't do and obviously when you're slightly over one you think you can do a whole lot more than you should be able to yeah. do so always my wife's always having to keep an eye on her um to to make sure she keeps herself safe uh does henry have your size i i do believe he's a pretty big five-year-old yeah okay. he's he's very coordinated um, loves running around. We uh, we got him on a soccer team this off season in Arizona, and he loved that. We started uh, a little bit of t-ball before we had to come out for the season, and um, he loved that as well. His his first comment was actually he came back into the dugout after his first inning of defense and said, "Man, baseball is so easy. I love this." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let let's keep that attitude right there because. Yeah, had to stay. <laughs> he said, "Dad, yeah. they pay you for this. This is ridiculously yeah, easy." Baseball is so easy. I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Uh, yeah, but has anybody sat down with him and talked launch angle yet? What about that? No, not launch angle, not spin rates, nothing, nothing too deep yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then Olive was born in the middle of the pandemic, right? I mean, what what was that like? Yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, we were, uh, you know, expecting. Um, I was only expecting, and my wife was only expecting me to be around for I think three days at the time is what we get when, um, when we have a you know a child. So 
it was nice, I guess, in a way to be able to spend, you know, three months um, back with, with them to help and, and things like that. And then once we got going in July, obviously um, I had to come, come out for the season and, and then they just stayed back home in Omaha. And, but to go from three days to three months was, was kind of a blessing in a way, but um, you know, obviously it was, it was a tough time for everybody. So we just tried to make, uh, make the most of it. Uh, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes for those first few months, if I remember correctly, right? So we've got a global pandemic. You've got spring training shut down, uh, even though you were doing some really cool things. Uh, now you've got a brand new baby. I think teams or at least a team in Korea are now suddenly trying to summon you back. You don't know if there's going to be a big league season. You've kind of got to roll the dice. That sounds like there was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was certainly was, um, yeah, you know, obviously, uh, you know, like everyone, I was trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to best, you know, support my family in a, in an uncertain time. So yeah, there were a lot of decisions having to be made and, um, you know, luckily everything, everything worked out beyond well for, for us. Um, so just very thankful that, you know, we were able to get a season in last year and um, it was enjoyable. Uh, and then, yeah, just the health and safety of my family was, you know, I couldn't have, couldn't have been better. How, how did Olive's arrival affect your professional career? If, if you'd even put it that way, like, like how did, how did having her right then factor into the decision you were making about whether or not to go for it to try to make the Giants team? Yeah, great question. We, uh, you know, obviously I knew we we had the due date, and I was still getting interest from the you know the Samsung team in Korea. They wanted me to come back, but um, I, I knew, and you know, my wife, um, you know, was was hoping that I would be a little bit closer. So, uh, yeah. So it was we we waited as long as possible. Um, and, you know, luckily the Giants, you know, gave me that opportunity uh, on a minor league deal and uh, the invitation to spring training. And we were in, we were already in, you know, Scottsdale at the time. So uh, it worked out perfectly to be able to spend, you know, the first couple um, weeks of spring, they were still there before my wife had to fly back to Omaha. And so um, it all kind of worked out perfectly that, you know, where we were living, um, I was able to have spring training 20 minutes away and uh, get to spend as much time with them as possible. Uh, I wonder if there was, you know, any sort of a, a mirror situation there back to when Henry was really little and you were you, you were on your way to Korea all of a sudden. Like, how, how did he handle being in Korea? Yeah, he's, he's always been really, really good with, uh, adapting to the situation that he is in. Um, you know, we kind of raised him ever since he was born. It's kind of that, I don't know, it's kind of like a baseball baby type term, but, you know, not and not going to bed at 7 o'clock and waking up at 5. He was, you know, coming to our minor league games or, Phil, or major league games in Philadelphia and, you know, staying up till uh, 11 or, uh, or so and, and sleeping in a little later. So his, 
he was always kind of on the move, always around people. And, um, so when, yeah, when we went to Korea, he, he kind of had that, uh, ability to just adapt to where he was at. And, um, and it was, it was, it was actually really impressive for such a, a kid, such a young age to, um, to be able to just go with the flow and, and, you know, not, put too much stresses on on his parents and so even from a young age he was super social and very able to adapt to any situation uh you mentioned that he's already mastered baseball what uh what what's what's olive's relationship with baseball so far so she she is starting to and it's not just with balls but with you know any toy and or food to be able to pick it up and throw it okay That's where she's at right now. <laughs> Anything she sees, she wants to pick it up and throw it, just like a baseball, whether it's food or, or like, a, yeah, a little wiffle ball or something. But, um, yeah, she – she uh, and then she she does – I don't know if she recognizes me if she watches a game on TV, but um, starting to, you know, see baseball on TV and, and I guess know that's what I do. So kind of fun. And, then, and what about Henry? He's got to be really into the games. Is he is he watching the games and and uh, and checking you out? He'd rather watch a show on on Netflix okay. or Nickelodeon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my wife my wife uh, wants him to watch the games on TV over that. But his attention span when he's watching baseball isn't as good. Um, all right. Speaking of your wife, what's your go to? When uh, when your wife Libby is gone for the day, what are you doing with the kids if she leaves? <laughs> I don't think that happens too much. <laughs> no, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, it's she, coming. She, wish, she wishes she could. Yeah, she wishes she could get away for a little while. But um, when when we're both here, we typically both do something with the kids, and then when I have to go, um, you know, to the field or something. Uh, yeah, she, she she definitely needs to have a little bit of alone time, and um, but yeah, I I can't I can't sit here and tell you that I am alone with them much. Not so. yet, not yet. Yeah. How? By the way, and I know this is a tough question because uh, you know talking about ourselves in in this light, but I wonder what you'd say if I say how, how would you describe your your parenting style. Oh gosh, good question. Um, I don't know. I try. I try to. I try to be a little bit more laid back in a way. I guess um, you know, make sure. Make sure I'm teaching him respect. Um, uh, you know all the all the attributes that will make him you know a, a good person later in life. Um, but also, I want him to you know try to make his own decisions and. Um, interact with other kids uh without me telling him how to do it and um i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I haven't really sat down and thought like what kind of a style that is i kind of just you know treat, treat each moment and and do the best i can and um and just trying to get him to realize you know the, the right way to act in that situation 
Uh, that's that's present. That's good. That's that, that's a very good de- descriptive word for apparently. We're all trying to be that at least. Um, okay, yeah. J- just for fun, based on their their personalities, if you had to predict what they're going to do when they grow up, what would it be? Wow. Oh man, it's <laughs> um, a good question. I I don't want to. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, always ask, you know, are you going to want Henry to play baseball or you want him to be an athlete, things like that. And I just like, well, I'm, I'm going to let him, you know, kind of, no, I'll lead him in certain directions, obviously, but if I want him to enjoy what he does, um, you know, love it and have a passion for it. And so I'm not going to, not going to, you know, prevent him or tell him to do one thing or the other. Um, but yeah, he he's a very active kid. Has a lot of effort, or uh, a lot of energy. So I'm I'm sure we will have him do any sport or uh, you know something that involves running around a lot for the for the <laughs> entirety of his childhood. So hopefully hopefully he'll he'll find something that he loves doing that. And then what about Olive? I mean, I know it's early. Yeah, it's certainly early. It's it's funny. There's there's a tradition in Korea where on their first birthday, they put like, uh, you know, 10 different career paths in front of them. And then they, they choose one of them, uh, whichever one they point to. So, you know, there'd be a gavel for a judge or a book for like a teacher or things like that. So um, maybe we need to do that for her and let her pick when she's one, but go. or maybe we'll push it back till she's two since she already turned one. But yeah, there you go. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a great question. I, um, but again, the same with Henry, just, you know, let her kind of figure out over the course of, you know, her childhood, what she, what she loves to do. And finally, the conversation so many of us have been waiting for, he's the face of the giants, but also one of baseball's most notable dads after he opted out of last season to stay home with newly adopted twin girls, the second set of twins for the family. He's back. He's playing as well as ever, but he's still as dedicated as ever to fatherhood. Here's Buster Posey. What a story last year. You you did what I think any good dad would do, but in that, I think you also kind of became a symbol, at least at that time, for, for not just the baseball player you are, but a family pillar. You were making hard decisions in the face of a pandemic like so many of us had to do. So how, how comfortable were you with that characterization at that time? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess I've never really based any decisions on what type of character characterization I thought it might be or might not be. A, you know, as you mentioned, just making a decision based on what I thought was best for my family. Um, you know, really vulnerable, 32 week old babies, and still a lot of unknown around the virus. And um, ultimately, it, it wasn't that hard of a decision for me. How are the girls doing, by the way? Yeah, great. We're coming up on a year, uh, growing healthy and happy. So uh, very fortunate. Uh, two sets of twins in the house. Give me an idea of what that's like. Whew, busy. That's the first <laughs> word. <laughs> first word that comes to my mind. And, it, and bless my wife's heart. That's the next thought that comes to my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, one of the guys in the clubhouse was just asking me if, if I – do fantasy football and i was like i've got i've got four kids now i don't 
I haven't much time to watch football these days, but uh, no, it's it's a blast, and and we're we're loving every minute of it. I feel like you probably have kind of one foot in two levels of parenting as well. Like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, you graduate from the diaper phase and then you, you go back in. And so now you're, I mean, you've got one set of twins that you probably need to drive everywhere. And then you got the other set of twins that needs everything all at once. So it's like, you're kind of two dads at the same time. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, our, our oldest twins are, are coming up on 10 and about, two more months. So, you know, as you alluded to, they're, they're doing sports, uh, you know, seemingly every day, a couple times a day. So they're, they're all over the place. And then the, uh, the, the baby girls are starting to, to be mobile and, um, you know, that age, they want to put everything in their mouth. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, like I said, a couple of minutes ago, it's busy. <laughs> Um, the way you handled last year, I think, really begs the larger question that I've always wanted to ask you, which is how do you blend being a baseball player with being a dad? How, how, how do you sort of navigate that? Well, I think first and foremost, my responsibilities to my wife and to my children. Um, the challenge is all I think most guys that, that have families would say that the challenge is trying to, to put baseball aside when you're at home. Um, which is nearly impossible um, during the season just because, you know, baseball is a game we play every day. So uh, good or bad, you're, you're constantly replaying things in your mind um, before you come to the field. Um, so I think that's for me, is, has always been the biggest challenge is just trying to, to be present while I'm at home. And uh, some days I'm better than that than others, that's for sure. I, I, man, do I relate to what you just said, and I wonder what your tools are for that. The idea of sort of turning your mind off, your mind off of work, your mind off of just who you are and what you do when when those you know th- those family moments arise. How do you do it? Well, I think an easy step for me is to put lock my phone up somewhere. Um, yeah. That's number one. Um, but I, I think too, like just. I've caught myself when my kids are talking to me sometimes, never my wife, of course, um, not, <laughs> not, not really listening. <laughs> um, so just, uh, yeah, just being intentional about listening to what they're saying. And um, I find if I do that um, usually helps me be more present. Uh, is it a difficult fit? And, and here's what I mean by that, right? Your, your background is on the other side of the country in Georgia. You're clearly dedicated to this family, four kids at two very different ages. And then your job is, is out here in California. How, how does that all fit for the, for the six of you? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we, we've come to love uh, the area. We've made great friends out here. Um, as you mentioned, you know, <clears throat> I've got three siblings all younger. They're starting to have children themselves and, um, they're all in Georgia. My sister actually lives in Mississippi and both my wife's parents and my parents are from our hometown. So, um, uh, we don't, we don't get to see them much. We definitely wish we got to see them more. Um, and then probably like a lot of families who have some distance with, with COVID the last year, it's made it, you know, even have seen people even less. So, um, you know, technology makes it makes it nice to be able to FaceTime. It's still not the same as being in person. Um, but, you know, you, you 
you said it's it's the six of us. There's a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to do when there's you know four kids running around and and doing different stuff every day. So um, again, I, I you know I think we try to just be grateful and find gratitude and in, in every part of the day and enjoy being around one another when we can. Uh, does that still give you pause when I when I say the six of you? Like, was was that the vision, or does that <laughs> does that still kind of stop you in your tracks? Um, I'm yeah, I'm one of four myself, so um, kind of what I I grew up around with. My siblings and I are, are a little bit closer in age than my children are, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you'd asked me three years ago if we would have adopted twin girls and had four. Um, right now, I, I probably would have laughed. So I, I think I think it depends on the day, whether it gives me pause or not. Yeah, yeah. When you made the call to opt out, which you you know even just said a couple of minutes ago, in the end was an easy decision. What what were your inner thoughts though about your future in baseball, and and were you worried? Uh, no, I, I wasn't worried. I mean, I think. I, I was more anxious for for the guys who were playing just to, to see how the season unfolded. Even though it was sixty games, um, you know, I was I was hopeful that they were gonna get through it like they did. Um I, I think I, I that was more my thought than anything, just hoping that they got through it well, uh, not too many hiccups and uh I, I was kinda looking at it as an opportunity to to train a little bit differently for myself, just having more time than I've had in the past and uh, felt like I made good use of that time. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because you've come back looking so good. How, how did you stay in peak condition during the break? We all heard the funny diaper-throwing story, like to keep in shape, but but I'm sure it went beyond that. So so what did you do? Well, I, I mean, I got together with our strength coach, Brad Lawson, um, it came up with a great program. Um, you know, I had a month, month and a half more to lift, so I was able to do some different type of lifting that I've done in the past and uh, started baseball work a little bit uh, earlier than I typically do. Just, you know, knowing not playing last year, the diapers can only go so far as keeping my <laughs> arm in shape. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it just kind of it came together nicely and, um yeah, fortunately, still still feeling strong at, at this point in the season. Uh, many of us have sort of connected dots on two very different situations, but uh, you know, two two of of the most successful athletes ever in this market, in you and Steph Curry, have both come back this year and had just unbelievable top of your career type seasons after not playing the year before. What are your thoughts on that? Did it rest you up and help you eventually? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm sure not having a, a year of, of wear and tear as far as, you know, squatting, throwing, traveling, sleeping in different hotel beds and bus rides and flights definitely helped. Um, how, how much, you know, it, it's, it's hard to say, but... Um, I think more than anything, you know, it's it's having that extra extra time to train and get in shape. And um, the coaching staff has been has been great here with uh, you know just the day to day game planning and, and working with Cap as far as you know trying to 
stay, I don't know if stay rested. You're never really rested during the season. Um, but just, uh, you know, stay as fresh as possible, I think, has worked out really well. Uh, yeah, rested during the season. I, 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 I was at the game, I think this was Friday night of the Cubs series. I feel like you got hit in three different parts of your body on one at bat. Am, am I remembering that correct? And I, I marveled. I sat there and went, I, I, I don't know how you just breathe through that and get right back behind the plate again. Yes, unfortunately, you are remembering that correctly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah the tools of ignorance. That's what they call it. The, oh, the catching. So, yeah, that was that was not a fun one. Oh yeah, it did not look fun. Um, I, you've always struck me as someone who who blocks out the noise really well, but I wonder if it motivates you too. Do do you hear things that are people that people are saying or 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 not? Sure. I mean, you're, you, I, you, you'd be lying if you didn't hear what some people say. I mean, I, I've always been pretty good about staying off of social media for the most part um, and not really having that distraction. So I think that helps. But at the same time, I'm not uh, I'm still you know, staying up to date with what's going on around the league. So, of course, you're going to hear things. And I, you know, I think for me. I've been pretty good my whole career with being self-motivated and, uh, and, and that's always, you know, that's always been the case. And, uh, I knew coming into this year without playing last year was, was going to be a, a challenge and one that I was looking forward to. Uh, the reason I ask is I'm sure you were aware last year how many people thought this might be a sign that your career was winding down. Some even started throwing out retirement speculation, in what way did that motivate you for this year? Uh, again, I, I don't necessarily know if that that I, if I used that for motivation per se, but um, you know, anytime you're out, whether it's <laughs> whether it's injury or a global pandemic, um, you know, there's there's time for self-reflection and I think I definitely use that time to, to reflect and try to decide, uh, you know, how I wanted to go about that time off and how I wanted this year to look. And ultimately for me, my goal has always been to try to help the team win. And, uh, you know, so far this year, we've done a lot of winning and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, getting back to your family, how, how would you describe yourself as a dad? What's, what's your parenting style? what's my parenting style uh yeah you know it's as you can imagine it's probably a little bit different uh during the season than the off season I, I'm, I'm pretty hands-on um when i'm when i'm home when baseball's not going on and i mean i'm hands-on when baseball's going on just unfortunately i'm not around quite as much as i would like to be um i you know i don't know i, I think if you say what my style is i, I guess my thought goes to what what I would want, what would be one of the main things I wanted my kids to say, like, what does your dad stand for? And I think that would be, uh, you know, just caring for other people, having empathy, looking at other people's situations and trying to put yourself in their shoes. And um, it's really a point of emphasis I try to get across with the older ones all the time. It's just, you know, maybe if they have a friend that snaps at them or, or you know, 
is having a bad day, just trying to understand why that might be happening instead of just jumping on the back bandwagon and maybe, you know, piling on that kid. Um, so I, I, I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there, I guess. But <laughs> No, I think it's a great answer. <laughs> um, I think that's really important. Yeah. You know, whenever you're done, whenever that is, do you see yourself staying around the game or do you think you're more the type to just go, go be hands-on with the family and kind of dial out of the public eye? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed baseball um, from the time I can remember and uh, would like to think I'll, I'll stay connected to it on some level. What, what that is, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll just have to see. I'm not really sure at this point. Thanks so much for listening to Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review, and share this episode with your friends and family. To make sure you never miss these exclusive conversations each week, subscribe and follow the Inside Giant Moments podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.